So I'm sitting by the pool drinking my hot cafe mocha reading the Talmud the other day. Oh, yeah. And do your dirty work of going and complaining to yeah. somebody for you ain't going to happen. No. I'm feeling like the third bird dog. <laughs> you, you have baby. to be excommunicated uh-huh. out of relationship. And, and stuck in a basement. This message sucks. stinks. <laughs> What's There's it? explicit there right go. there. Welcome to the club of the initiated man. You better not be recording this or I'm never walking with you again. Oh, there we are. we got a sassy brunette. You know, do something, do, do something. anything, but just don't sit there. Hey, don't you have something better to do? You've stumbled on the Invisible Humanitarian Podcast from Prince Edward Island on the east coast of Canada, where we discuss hiking, culture, life, theology, running, stories, West Africa, books, you name it. Well, welcome back to the Invisible Humanitarian Podcast. We have uh, two returning guests today. We have uh, Cheryl Young with us and Laura Weatherby is back with us again. Third time's charm. Yeah. <laughs> so we're, uh, we, we, we are, are going to pick up where we left off on our last interview on, on uh, moving back to Prince Edward Island, discovering food security and people who wanted to understand the food scene and what the island had to offer and healthy food, quality food, organic food. And uh, you begin to form a company, Laura. Yes. Tell us about that story. H- how did that idea hit you at that table? Well, um, I like to blame it on being in a chemotherapy fog. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, no, so uh, basically I reached out to Shannon, who was um, kind of instrumental in setting up the food security or food food action course that I had taken. And... You know, I'm sitting in the middle of this food course and, and my hair has just started to fall out. And I'm like, I don't know if I can do this, but of course I did anyway. So I reached out to Shannon and I said, you know, let's do something. And she's like, yeah, because our skill sets were kind of complementary. She had, she was a writer, she was a nutritionist, she was, um, is, uh, super passionate about food. She had worked with tourism industry. Uh, she had written marketing copy, right? Like it was a match made in heaven because mm-hmm. I do layout and I do advertisements and I do graphic design and I knew about the rigors of publishing and, you know, all of that kind of practical thing as well as running a company and the only skill set that neither one of us had. And unfortunately, I put that hat on, which I might not have been a good idea, is selling ads. But that's a different animal. Yeah. Um, but basically, the two of us kind of wrote down our dream mm-hmm. about what it should be. Right. And then we just said, pick a date, pull the trigger. Yeah. And and where did the name Salty come up uh, for uh, our listeners? What, what is We brainstormed a lot of names. Right. A lot of names. And G- Tell me, me, too, that you might uh, reject it, if you uh, remember. Uh, there was like food news, PEI food <laughs> news. And I still own that URL, actually. Oh, wow. Um, yeah. and, and then... I can't remember, but nothing really kind of stood out as perfect mm-hmm. until Salty. And it was Shannon and actually a, a gentleman named uh, Richard mm-hmm. and, and I who kind of went, like he was helping us develop a look and a feel. He was doing digital. He was helping our website and things like that as well. Is um, And anyway, so we... We had brainstormed. We made an Excel spreadsheet. I know that sounds unsexy, but we had made an Excel spreadsheet and we were sharing it um, and writing our name ideas down. And I just kept coming back to Salty. I'm like, I, I really love graphic, visual, yeah. crunchy names like Tall Poppy as yeah. a design agency, Salty as a pub. 
right? Like, and ex- explain uh, to our I listeners where you live. Company. Where what? do you live? Well, explain this that is it. it I, we live on an ocean. <clears throat> we are. We have salt that blows right across mm-hmm. this island. It affects our cars. They rust yeah. faster. Yeah, we're on an island. <laughs> you know, we're on an island in the middle of the very salty Atlantic Ocean. Although yeah. not as salty as I thought, apparently, <laughs> according to the PEI sea salt guys. Yes. But, um, but it it. It it just kind of stuck, and it's like, yeah, we're a little salty. We'll 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 drop an f bomb uh, every five seconds, as it turns out. <laughs> you know, we're a bit crusty, and I know that there's another kind of urban urban slang for salty. You know, it's not thirsty, but it it's bordering on it. But yeah. but it's funny because we picked salty, and then within several months, another newspaper chain rebranded to Saltwire. Yes. So I'm like, oh, oh we're wow. on to something. And mm-hmm. then it's within true. a year, a magazine down in the States called themselves Salty as well. Wow. And even better right. than that, <laughs> yeah. uh, was it only last year? Was it last year? A chef. Oh, yes. Yeah. A very, very the, popular chef in decided, New York. In New yeah. York decided to Use launch his new magazine. Online, online magazine. Yeah. Salty. Called Salty. Oh wow! That actually blew up in his face. Well, it, unfortunately, say, not in his face, but it. Mm-hmm. it uh, yeah. It was, unfortunately, the yeah. other magazine that had called themselves Salty really didn't weren't happy with him no. occupying yeah. the name of Salty. Right. So right. they they had some tension. Yeah, yeah. they had some tension, and yeah. it actually worked in our favor because he actually was occupying our intellectual space. Right. They they yeah. didn't have any crossover between that magazine and what he was doing, other than the name, mm-hmm. because they weren't they're not food, yeah. right? But yeah, we're we food. food, yeah, yeah. I can't remember. He changed it. I can't remember what yeah. it is now. It's something yeah. very generic. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. but he, we did we did send him a little Instagram and said, "Hey, if you want to come and develop some recipes with us, you're more than welcome." And his team liked it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> so that's as close so as you got. That was as close as he got. He didn't yeah. actually yeah. leave a full comment, uh, but wow. but uh, but even uh-huh. even our kind of local. One of our local celebrity chefs kind of gave us a thumbs up for being <laughs> yeah. obviously going in the right direction <laughs> right. in this uh, yeah. New York yeah. agency with all of its uh, yeah big yeah well it's it, it's got a very earthy earthy uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. tone to it yeah. I, I like it I, yeah. I when, and I remember when you first told me you were starting this and launching it and I just mm-hmm. thought you know hey it it so reflects the the place as well oh, and mm-hmm. uh, it just kind of grabbed yeah. you so uh, maybe Cheryl can uh, can can uh, comment on this as well but what I know you do food articles you interview. All kinds of amazing people and so on. What what was your what was your uh, um, most enjoyable or intriguing interview that you can think of? Either one of you can, uh, if you need a minute to reflect. Gosh. One of you can pop up first. But the most inter- interesting interview where you went back, you know, like that was that that person was so interesting. Their story was so interesting around food and agriculture and, and health. One. And you got one. Go I for it. Yeah. You go. Okay. It, well, it's your interview. It's uh, Al Pickett. Oh, gosh, yes. Oh, my. Listen, um, <laughs> Eureka Garlic. Um, yeah, Laura came Laura came with us, uh, with me, to do some photography. We're actually coming home from doing some distribution, I think, I dropping think so. off salties. Mm-hmm. And we were driving by Eureka Garlic, which is in Kensington. And uh, we were like, oh, I'm going to do, st- do a story on this anyway, so right. let's get in there. They're harvesting today. Let's go get some shots. And mm-hmm. so we did. But I sat down with Al Pickett. And um, so Al is this amazing man with such an incredible love for garlic and Mm -hmm. his name Eureka Garlic if you actually kind of sound it out Eureka of 
garlic, <laughs> which is what his <laughs> wife used to say to him when he would come in from the fields. And Eureka, most people Eureka wouldn't garlic. even have a clue that no, that's exactly. the origin that of it, right? That is it, right? right? That's the origin. <laughs> yeah. So wow. um, I sat down, I sat down mm-hmm. with Al and, and he just regaled me with, with amazing stories about his, you know, how he, he was a beekeeper and then he just, he just kind of ranged and, and, and suddenly became, garlic became his thing mm-hmm. and uh, uh, he hates to be called an expert, but he truly is an expert. Yeah. There's no doubt about it. Everything he does, he does it to a, a very Perfection, deep yeah. understanding. You know, <laughs> just, uh, just from, uh, and he, he's just, a, and he's just a fun, fun man to talk to. And mm-hmm. yeah, it was, that was definitely, you're right. I, I, that was a really, uh, yeah. um, wonderful, uh, conversation. Yeah. And I think for me, that's, that's what I've, I really love about Salty is the amazing people that mm-hmm. I meet every single month. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, the island is filled with incredible stories, uh, as you're kind of finding Andy mm-hmm. with the, mm-hmm. with this podcast, but yeah. Incredible people who have uh, incredible stories to tell, who are tenacious and dedicated, passionate. Yeah, and it's really just, passionate and like yeah. crazily passionate. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> right. Like, like yeah. I, I yeah. can't. They're not like, running just a company to make money. No, what not they're at doing, all. they love it, and no. they see how it fits, and mm-hmm. the health, and the wholesomeness, and the goodness that needs to be put into producing food. Absolutely, yeah. you yeah. cannot, you cannot transplant what is happening on PEI because there's this. There's this passion. Like, the farmers that we have here are not rich farmers, mm-hmm. okay? We don't have rich farmers. A lot of people have this idea in their head that farmers are making so much money, yeah. um, and it's not the case here. You find a farmer who's been doing it for several years, and it is a passion project for them. Yeah. They are not doing it for the money. Yeah. Now, some of them might make enough money to live, which is sweet. Some of them don't. Yeah. But so many of them are just like, no, this, this, I had to do this. Yeah. This is my calling. This yeah. is what I do. And you'll talk to chefs. They feel the same way. You'll talk to home cooks. They feel the same way. You talk to people in food production and food science, mm-hmm. you know, exactly. like um, there's, there's a lot of talk about Prince Edward Island being Canada's food island. And that was like kind of a brand to kind of bring awareness mm-hmm. to something that was already happening here. Yeah. Right? Like Canada's food island is is an not an afterthought, but it's just kind of a moniker that describes this natural progression of people continuing to care about their food like there's it's very and 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 that's it's you know canada's food island is is the latest sort of iteration the latest sort of slogan we have mm-hmm. but you know you go back in time it's like the million acre farm mm-hmm. garden of the golf you know right. i mean mm-hmm. our, our used that used to be on our our license place right yeah. garden right. of the oh, golf right, right? Yeah. so so i yeah. i think we it's it's a there's a, a real history of of a love for food um, a passion for food, a passion for, for um, yeah, and, and, and you're right. I mean, across the island, everybody that we talk to, they're passionate about, that's a really good word to use. Mm-hmm. They're really passionate about about providing good quality, amazing food and it's, to everyone they can. It's yeah. different. It's different here because it's so unsophisticated, Yeah. right? Like... I don't want to make that sound like a negative. It's a positive. Nobody has attempted to polish this and use it. Making it slick more than... Making it slick. It's just what it is. And maybe there's some slickness coming now, 
but it's really just the polish that's coming on top of something that's yeah. already quality. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's already right? there. Like the, so many places start with the marketing and the slogans and the local and the whatever, and yeah. then they try to build their business around that. On PEI, a lot of times, if somebody is kind of established and they've got some different things and some value-added products going on in their farm and that sort of thing, it's the passion came first, the work came first, the product came first, and then they got somebody who could make it look a little slick, Yeah, right? It's not somebody who's... Nobody's in farming for the money. Well, I, I, what I like is is, is is in your magazine is highlighted that mm-hmm. things like this. But you know, you have you have chefs that have a, a real heart for local products, and mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. when they say local, they just don't mean they're not throwing around the term organic and local. And we get it from the Sobe supply chain that you yeah. know whatever else. Mm-hmm. But don't you know, knock Sobe's. There's there's some quality there. Yeah, no, no, I know. <laughs> but uh, but you know, uh, they're literally going to like Mary and Bob who've who've grown vegetables and yeah, uh, yeah, and definitely. and lettuce for 25 years who love what they do, who have a passion for what they do. They don't make a lot of money necessarily at what they do. They're not marketing all over Canada. No. It's just sold local. And then you got these chefs coming here and they're taking a product that's grown by two people dedicated to their garden just because they love to do what they do. Mm-hmm. And and they're, and they're taking that product from there and uh, and put it on the table. I think that uh, it is amazing. There are a lot of, as you said, a lot of local chefs that are really dedicated to to as you said, getting really, really, really true, excuse me, too many reels there, but truly local. Um, and there are even a couple of restaurants that uh, have specific gardens that mm-hmm. um, they mm-hmm. harvest from. Right. And uh, all of the produce comes, almost almost all of the produce comes from those gardens. Uh, yeah. I think of a couple of spots, you know, one in Charlottetown, one in uh, where the chef actually started his own business growing uh, mm. vegetables so that he could have his, you know, yeah. know where they were coming from, right. which is, which is, yeah. uh, yeah. And that, that is very, uh, it's, it's becoming more and more common here on the island. Certainly, It's yeah. becoming more and more obvious, I think too, True. because we, we know a little bit about the history. I mean, I spent almost two decades away from PEI. Um, and Shannon was instrumental. This is the first editor of, of Salty, who was our founder and uh, the editor for the first year of Salty. Right. Um, and then Cheryl. Cheryl comes Very on. graciously yeah. took over. Thank you very much. <laughs> um, but there's a history of this sort of thing on PEI, but it was unspoken and unheralded. Mm-hmm. Right. And one of the first kind of local fresh garden markets was a friend of ours' parents and they moved here in the late 60s, early 70s and mm-hmm. decided to do homesteading. There are a lot of homesteaders from that era on PEI yeah. who were very passionate about knowing where their food came from yeah. and knowing who uh, who grew their food and what was used to grow their food and that sort of thing. And that's the, these folks came up during that same period of time. They started an organic garden and there were people who would shop their organic garden around they would drive it around to the different restaurants and say this is what we have today and so that was kind of the 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 birthplace of that that what grew into the local food movement Mm -hmm. but but on the flip side a friend of mine's father got into organic gardening in the late 60s early 70s and um there was no market for it at all Mm -hmm. and they lost everything Right. Yeah. It's a hard it's a hard row. 
Yeah. Farming, being, oh. farming period being, is, being is difficult. Being in the pioneer, that's... Uh, yeah. 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 There were a lot of people who fell mm-hmm. against the sharp edge of that particular mm-hmm. yeah. trend on PEI before it became popular. Yeah. Now, to clarify, salty is not simply about organic farming. Farming? Farming. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> organic farming. Um but we do like to talk about it and talk about what it means. And we talk to the people at the Certified Organic Producers, yeah. um, the the cooperative that's here on PEI and in, in other provinces. But we also talk about traditional farming. We also talk about fishing industrial farming. We talk well. about fishing. Yeah, yep, absolutely. Because all that stuff lands on the plate in restaurants here. It's all harvest. Yeah. It's all food. Yeah. It's all harvest, mm-hmm. right? Whether or not it's wild caught or if it's raised, mm-hmm. right? So there's raised fish and there's wild caught fish. Like oysters, mm-hmm. like ninety nine percent of the oysters that will appear on your plate are farmed oysters as opposed to wild caught. Yeah, but there are still a few people out there in the bay with tongs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a lot of times okay. it's for their own dinner plate. But there's a few guys up in Tyne Valley that that do a lot of wild caught. There's mm-hmm. probably about three hundred. Mm-hmm. People still, that's, that's their income. That's still their income. Yeah. Yeah. yeah exactly. That's how many there, there is at this business still right. in the wild. In the wild caught. Yeah. 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 It's about I, I always licenses. say if it, if it has, if, if it has a food angle, if there, if, if, you know, if we can, we can have a food it, angle to it, it, it can land in Salty's pages, yeah. you know? Um, and, and, you know, there's been a few stories that, uh, um, when I came on as editor, we talked a bit about, uh, manufacturing some, some, mm-hmm. um, up in the West end of the Island, uh, uh, there's a company that makes potato uh, handling equipment, the yeah. big bin haulers and, and all yeah. kinds of, and, you know, and it, they've been there for 35 years. Yeah. I'm like, they're providing a service to a lot of our potato farmers yeah. here on the island. And uh, it's, they, they it's made related. some of the first blueberry harvesters for Prince Edward Island. They well, made that's them exactly, there. And that's, that's a, a different, group. that's a different group yeah. too. Yeah. 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 So there's I two. know there's a yeah, couple the, for sure. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, so I've always, Laura and I, when we're, when we're brainstorming about uh, story ideas, she's like, well, Yep, it's there's there's food. We can we that can if that there's can, a food angle or if it's food knowledge that people should have. Yeah, about yes, exactly. Yeah. From harvest to table, That's literally right. anything mm-hmm. in that process. Absolutely. Well, I, I know for Pete's sake, you called me up one time and uh, you wanted to find it about uh, uh, eel nets, how to make mm-hmm. eel nets for the exactly. thing because eels are wild caught in the island. And then I got a strange phone call one day and said, hey, can you save me a few eels? I have a chef coming in <laughs> uh, who wants to cook delicious. up some eel, eel yeah. recipe. Good. So delicious. tell me about that day. Who, 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 who was it you had in uh, doing eel recipes? Oh, well, that was right. Robert Pendergast, mm-hmm. and he actually, I, I put a call out on Facebook saying, do any chefs have eel recipes that they want to share with us? And mm-hmm. he was like, I'll cook for you. Exactly. And it was fantastic. And basically, he had a story about he and this other gentleman who's passed on now, his name was John Bill, and he was kind of a, a seafood pioneer on PEI. He was so passionate. He had a truck or van um, that he had glued oyster shells to the dash, <laughs> and it said on the side of his van, it said, keep on shucking. And uh-huh. he was, um, he just kept founding restaurants with people. People would call him up and say, hey, John, I'm going to open a seafood restaurant and I need you. Yeah. And he would just get pulled from one to another. And eventually he did open his own restaurant in the junction. Um, he ended up uh, being mm-hmm. diagnosed with cancer and, and passing away quite quickly after that. But Everybody remembers John Bill as just kind of this major character. He wasn't he wasn't a born islander. He yeah. was an adopted islander. Um, 
But he probably saw but, something that we don't see as a local. Well, that that's good. it. He came in and went, well, you guys are all rich. Yeah. You have no idea. And he yeah. just fell into it. He was such a passionate dude anyway. Like mm-hmm. you'd talk to him for five seconds and he would have talked at 17 different volumes. Yeah. Right. Um, but he, um, he and Robert had gotten together one very wintry day and decided that they were going to make eels and green sauce. Mm-hmm. And, and, they had frozen eels that somebody had gotten from somebody's uncle or cousin or whatever, and they were just going to make them. And they experimented with this recipe. So Robert thought, I have this great story about me and John Bill, you know, like 20 <laughs> yeah. years ago or whatever. Right. And he's like, I could tell the story. I can do the recipe. Yeah. And anyway, we got to his kitchen with your eels, actually. And he was like, he was thrilled with them. Uh, but... He was kind of like, all right, now I have to remember the recipe. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and meanwhile, me oh. as the editor, I'm like taking copious, quick notes. Yeah. And, yeah. yeah. Okay. What, looking at the ingredients yeah. that he's assembled. And, like, and does this, it was, is this really going to work? <laughs> it, it, and it did. And it was delicious. Yeah. It was so but it was, it was yeah. probably one of the more um, random, off the cuff, off the cuff off salty the cuff. chef recipes yeah. that we've, we've done, certainly. Hey, it, uh, you, but it all turned out well. It and takes it was, every kind of chef delicious. to make food, right? Well, for sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sure. Well, that's great. And ultimately, yeah. the proof was in the pudding because it was it, it was, was so tasty. We couldn't tasty. stop eating it. And mm-hmm. I mean, eel is not... It's not a beginner dish. Oh, no. Right? No, no. You have to like fish. You have to mm. like flavor and i mean the green sauce is full of cilantro so okay. that's another thing that it's like eh, it's not a it's not a 101 yeah. dish yeah. right yeah. um but but oh my goodness can you yeah. imagine how tasty it was well you pr- you can because yeah. you ate some yeah no i did it was delicious <laughs> yeah it was absolutely yeah. delicious was my good. wife actually ate more than me and she doesn't and she like cilantro, cilantro. <laughs> yeah okay. but she ate two servings of that and i only had one so yeah. Yeah. and i love fish uh, no it, it was yeah. tasty yeah. um so what's the division of labor at salty magazine uh, uh, between cheryl and laura here technically so i i my official title is editor-in-chief mm-hmm. um and as laura said i came in uh about a year into Salty's, uh, Salty's life. Uh, mm-hmm. Laura is um, officially the publisher. She mm-hmm. deals with layout. She deals with ad sales. Um, we're business partners, obviously. Uh, so, mm-hmm. And then we have a couple other folks that uh, work with us in proofreading and, and some digital media side mm-hmm. of things. Major shout out to Grace, who has been with us since day one, proofreading. Yes. Her eagle eyes. Um, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> For sure. Yeah. Uh, often, often a layout will come back with the word yuck and something <laughs> circled on it and it's like okay oh. i think grace doesn't like that bit yeah exactly. yeah. yeah yeah it's well, good uh, the one word answer uh, you yeah. Know, yeah. No, no, don't need any of these uh, yeah. superfluous uh, emails and stuff <laughs> no. you know? yeah. yuck but but i think you know i mean that division of labor um mm-hmm. i i think both laura and i even though the, you know we do have distinct roles mm-hmm. uh laura will very often say hey sure what about this first story what do you think of that and mm-hmm. or i'll say hey have you have what what about you know what <laughs> have you done the invoicing yet is I, usually <laughs> what her question is and well, my answer is yeah. often uh yeah. no yeah. and i'm like not do it bill those people please <laughs> i know but or or you know hey uh what about these guys for for sponsors for um mm-hmm. for ingredient sponsors for recipes or you know even just sometimes on the advertising side hey what about you know you know just somebody that i think might be interested in in doing that um i think that uh I myself have, have run my own businesses as well, so mm-hmm. um, uh, familiar with that whole aspect of 
how do you run a small business yeah. and mm-hmm. how do you operate it and what, what are the key things that you need to do? And, and so, and I, truly the lunacy of entrepreneurship. Totally. Yeah. Um, 100%. Like yeah. again, speaking of passion projects, mm-hmm. Cheryl and I have been yep. working our guts out on this for a very oh, long yeah. time and it's, yeah. it's, it's worth it in so many ways. Yeah. And we just want to keep doing it forever. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's going to happen. I don't know what's going to happen tomorrow, what? but, yeah. but, um, I do joke often that my very first job in life was a paper route. Right. And right. I'm full circle <laughs> 40 years later. Deliver, delivering salty. papers. Yeah. 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 <laughs> well, and, and yeah. for me too, it's, 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 it's mm. been a bit of a full circle. I, uh, I was all through my teen years, uh, was determined I wanted to be a journalist. Um, I went, I got my Bachelor of Arts, then I got my Bachelor of Journalism from University of King's College. As I alluded to in the, the previous podcast with Laura, I, I started uh, when we were first married working at CBC here in Charlottetown, uh, doing a totally random job that was not journalism at all, but uh, quickly evolved into doing some, some journalistic work for them. And then um, I t- my career path took a 180-degree turn away from journalism, so Coming she, back, she fell yeah. into the entertainment industry. I did, oh, I did. Wow. I worked in the film industry for for uh, for about six or seven years. I mean, that sounds worse than I, it yeah, is. Yes, yeah. entertainment. It was yes. on television, people. Yeah. It was yeah. PG. Okay. Well, well, we, we <laughs> well, do we do adult. know another episode for a podcast now. <laughs> <laughs> so there we but, go. But but being and and again, like Laura, had moved away from from the island. Yeah. Uh, had lived uh, lived away for quite some time, and and came back to the island um, and uh, and sort of came full circle back mm-hmm. to when, when Shanna decided that she she wanted to no longer edit um, and Laura knew that I was uh, open and, and, and willing and, and, and needed a like, job. <laughs> this, this person was yeah. like, how do I convince her? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I still remember sitting in front of you and you and Shannon and, and kind of agreeing to take over as editor <laughs> and then going, what have I done? What did I just <laughs> say yeah. yes to? Because, because honestly I, it, I had been away from journalism for 20 yeah. years mm-hmm. and, and so it was uh, kind of a, and, and, yeah, it was, but everything works out in the end, yeah. and, and it's so, been a So great it's a passion experience. project. I mm-hmm. mean, it's not just mm-hmm. a, a magazine for the sake of a magazine. You actually no, enjoy no. the content you're producing because it resonates with you guys, mm-hmm. and uh, you, you meet interesting people. Mm-hmm. This is what blows my mind, is every issue I see of Salty, I go, how do you keep finding people to interview on this oh, island? Oh, man, we have <laughs> so many lists of people yeah. we haven't even talked to yes. yet. I know. Like, um, the issue that's coming out tomorrow, mm-hmm. um, there's a fellow who invented a new shape of oyster knife. Oh and it's my called gosh. the banjo knife. Yeah. And uh, honestly, we were in Kensington. Well, he was already on the list to interview. Uh-huh. We we're in Kensington distributing Salty. And I mean, if people don't understand the magazine industry, it's we do everything. So it's basically <laughs> like we're running into the post office, dropping yep. 20, uh, 20 salties off here and 15 salties up there, yep. picking up the ones, counting them, you know, moving them around. But anyway, this guy comes up to the van. And he had seen Cheryl dropping the salties in the in the. He had pit. actually yes, wow. and he had actually said, "Hey, is that the latest issue? Can I have one?" And I so I hand because he had Januarys, I think, and so I handed him Februarys and mm-hmm. said, "You know, I said I, I just kind of jokingly said it's always great to meet a reader, you know, yeah. right?" Mm-hmm. And right. 
out the door I went. And the next thing I know, there's this tap, tap, tap on the van window. And I'm like, yeah. oh, okay. okay. Yeah. It's that guy back. Yeah, yeah. this is delivery <laughs> Should we call day. the cops? Yeah, yeah exactly. this is yeah. delivery day, not interview day. Yeah. <laughs> no. And he handed me his card and he said, I make these oyster knives. And I looked at it and I said, oh my gosh, I, you're on my list of people. You know, you there are you on go. my story list. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so um, uh, yeah. it was, you know, it was definitely uh, meant to be. And, and, yeah. and so he is in this, this month's in coming. March's issue. March's yeah. issue. March's yeah. issue. Yeah. Well, see, see, I, I, I envision your magazine, uh, mm-hmm. which is much more professional and everything else, but like the podcast, just mm-hmm. the amazing people and stories that you get to hear. It just, it just blows your mind. It's like, crazy. like people open mm-hmm. up and they start telling the story and you might've known them for years or sitting here in the microphone goes like, you, you've oh. never told me that. <laughs> and well, it's, it's like, wow. It's amazing because yeah. every time Cheryl comes back from an interview yeah. and then she'll write up her story and she'll file it with me yeah. and she'll go, I could write four more articles on yeah. this alone. Uh, yeah, you can't right? tell it is, the whole story. It, well, it is, and, and it's very, it, it becomes uh, almost frustrating in some ways because yeah. I kind of go, oh, I, I would love yeah. this to be, I would love, you know, I wanted to add this, but it really, you know, yeah. it, it would Five or 800 it, words. Yeah, there's only so yeah. many, you know, people are only willing to read so much, I yeah. think. Uh, um, but ultimately, I think our readership does really appreciate the fact that we're long form we're long form we're long form we don't truncate and we don't try and zhuzh it up so that we can get clicks yeah right like that is not part of who we are right we are long form we are reader we are thinky and Mm -hmm. you're telling the story you're not just marketing a gimmick or whatever no there's no unfolding it no desire to force people to read this because Mm -hmm. they feel compelled to yeah and and maybe that's a bad approach but Honestly, that's who we are. That's how we. Yeah. That's how we get our advertising well, I mean, too. Right? Everybody needs to make money. We know this, or you can't continue the job. But uh, yeah. but you know, sometimes uh, like like what I sense from the both of you is I'm sure like you're out delivering papers. I know why you're out delivering papers because you're not making enough money to pay somebody oh, else absolutely. to do. It. I know. No. And so no. that's a reality, yeah. and that's not a criticism of you guys, no. but it shows the passion behind it is is that you you, you enjoy what you're doing, the stories you're te- mm-hmm. you're able to tell, the people you're able to interview, and as long as you can make enough that you can keep this a part an active part of the island and your mm-hmm. own personal lives and stuff it's yeah. you know what what an, an enhancement to your life right let, let me give you yeah. let me give you a little insight though uh the distribution i have given it to other people and i i have a lot of amazing helpers helping mm-hmm. me with the distribution yeah. for yeah. free yeah. we yes. get a lot of people who are just like we love what you're doing and we like doing yeah. we like helping out yeah my son does that for you your, your time. son does yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah he yeah. does um yeah. uh but um Oh, yeah. Okay. So even though we might make enough money to pay someone to do the distribution, the distribution is a frontline thing. We go places and we drop off and people will come up to us and say, I love what you're writing and this is the best one yet. Or last month had so many good articles in it. Mm -hmm. And you can't, you can't get that kind of reassurance through just online and through just our social media, like hearing people how much they love what we're doing. It's, it keeps us going. It feeds us. Right. And, and when you're doing distribution, you get so many people going, Oh, salty, put it right here. We love that. (laughs) Right. And, and, and I mean, I'm not going to lie. Our inspiration for, um, 
doing distribution in that way. I'm very early in Salty's career. I met with Peter Richards and he was the original founder of the buzz magazine on PEI and buzz is arts and entertainment and it's, um, schedules and it's, it's, it's massive. It's kind of like, we're like the little tiny guy and they're like the big classic, but you know, they started out little tiny and they started out just as a two man crew and going, what are we going to do? And I see them and they're over 20 years into it now. And I still see Peter doing distribution. Mm -hmm. I run into him occasionally and kind of go, Oh, hello. You know, um, he hasn't fully given it up yet. Yeah. Yeah. Right. 20 years in. And I know they could hire somebody to do the distribution and I'm, I'm sure they've got people doing distribution for pay but but to see him still doing it i'm like oh you got to keep your hand in yeah Mm -hmm. you know like they're very the buzz is very inspirational for us we're not we're not looking at the buzz or trying to do what they do but they really have remained very independent Mm -hmm. and very focused and you know it's it's a good inspiration. You learn something about your community. You think about it, you deliver your salty papers or like the buzz or whatever, and mm-hmm. you're at the same place fifty times over the years, and you see the same person or the same mm-hmm. owner or whatever, yeah. and it's just like you know yeah. you, you you just it's just connections around the community, and it's, it's a, just, we're it's, delivering to over three hundred yeah. places per month. Yeah, that's amazing. So, uh, and I would say of those. Over two hundred of them are Cheryl or I and I. Yeah, right? yes, oh, yeah. yeah. It's it's yeah. the two we of just, us. Yeah. We just kind of go and, and you, uh, you, you must really like each other. <laughs> <laughs> are you in the same car or two cars I, for this I, job? Sometimes my husband does yeah. refer to her as my work wife, right. uh, yeah, which okay. is and, sure. and, you know. But but we're business partners, and right. and I yeah. I am uh, you know to me. When, when we have those stack of salties that yeah. that have arrived and they're ready to go, I just want them on the shelves. I yeah. want them out there because I know all the hard work that has gone into yeah. to getting it to to that printed form. Right. And I'm just like, let's blast them. <laughs> let's get to Summerside and back and through Kensington and, yeah. and through uh, through Concora and uh, you know just all along the way and and just get get it done and, and mm-hmm. we usually can do it in a couple of days if we're really yeah. uh, if the weather cooperates it's and never we're really <laughs> focused yeah. we're and focused. we don't stop for lunch which <laughs> is very hard for two people who work for hey, a food I've magazine I've had you coming up my way and you said you're going to be there at a certain time or whatever and it's <laughs> yeah. like oh we stop for lunch in time <laughs> yeah, exactly. Valley yeah, it's like okay we'll hungry. You live far away. two and a half hours <laughs> <laughs> later no. yeah. uh, listen yes. uh, and if you're on PEI yeah. stop for lunch in time uh, Valley always yeah, yes. there's some great stop for lunch the burger spot there uh, I had a burger that looked like uh, macaroni and cheese um, she's still talking this is months it. ago she's yeah. still talking it was about the, a year ago was it a You're year still ago raving yes. about yeah. It, right? yeah. yeah I, it I have good. pictures on my phone that I took yeah. and it's like I'm not a I'm not a food picture taker, right? Like I'm yeah. not a social media. Mm-hmm. Here's my food person. I feel yeah. a little weird about that, to be perfectly honest. I've had to do it as a professional, <laughs> yeah. but but that burger, backwoods burgers uh, for yeah. our listeners yeah. Yeah. Yes. in Time plug, Valley, plug. Yeah. yeah, definitely, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, well, I can't tell you how many times, like like you know, just just. Uh, you know, in the magazine, you interview chefs, you interview, like I say, restaurants, uh, I didn't know, um, you know, immigrants that are in opening oh, up yeah. places that yeah, I didn't know. You, you've taken me to immigrant restaurants mm-hmm. on a back street. I would have never known they were there. Yeah. And how many times that magazine has led me to good places to eat and stuff. So, I mean, it's been phenomenal. <laughs> I, I, I think it's great. So future hopes for Salty, if you were to change something, would you do a Salty podcast? A salty podcast. <laughs> like once every four months? You know, we dabbled in recipe videos for a little while. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it was 
it was something that we had to put on the shelf because of the labor. Yeah. Yeah. That's um, a whole other ball game. Intensive. Yeah, it for is, sure. It is. Uh, we might bring it back sometime, yeah. but, mm-hmm. but right now, yeah. No. yeah. Um, podcast. I don't know if maybe a brother in law wanted to do it. Yeah, I was yeah. going to say, gee. Well, uh, if you want to bring down somebody to interview, I, I can set up the equipment and let you guys go. I, I, I can, can do find that. you hundreds yeah. of yes. people to interview. I was going to say, yeah. for sure. Yeah, well, that's great. <laughs> you have to put our banner on it, though. <laughs> well, you, can, you can share it on your Invisible Humanitarian. Yeah, that's okay. Well, no problem. Well, look, so thanks for sitting down. Uh, one last question. The two of you, you're yes. back to the island. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think like most islanders, when you're here and then you move away, there's an angst from the younger days. And uh, and oh. then you come back and sometimes you wonder if you've dealt with it or not. How do you... How do you I, well, I'm, I'm, I'm phrased, technically, technically... Are you home for good? I'm a home for good. Well, technically, I'm a, I'm a CFA. Um, I'm married an islander. Yeah. So I actually only lived on the island for about five years when we were first married. And then we moved to Nova Scotia and right. lived away for almost 20, similar to Laura. In fact, we kind of moved back, you know, very, yeah. very similar timelines. Mm-hmm. Um I actually adjusted much quicker to returning back to PEI yeah. than my husband did. Yeah. Um, but I, I think the, the wonderful thing about Prince Edward Island is there is, uh, there's such a great feeling of community here. And, and I think that um, I love to travel, so I'm, I'm never going to say that this will be, uh, you know, 100% home um, because I think I'm a, I'm a, I'm, I can be a bit of a vagabond, but yep. I definitely, I, I'm, a, I'm, very happy to be where I am right now at this phase. And I think, and I know that what we're doing with salty in particular, I, I, I couldn't have done anywhere else. Right. The, you know, the ability to do, mm-hmm. to do salty here, it wouldn't have worked in Nova nope. Scotia. It wouldn't have worked in New Brunswick. It wouldn't have worked in Toronto. Yeah. Um, there's an openness here. There's that, an openness yeah. here and people are open to, to speaking and, and sharing and uh, and just were able to do salty here, and I don't think we we could have probably no. established it and done it anywhere else. But right. PEI, no. yeah. we would have been a little teeny tiny voice in a sea of voices. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But here we were able to publish our first issue, and uh, Shannon and I both look at at that issue and <laughs> and kind of roll our eyes a little bit, and and yeah. Cheryl's like, "There, there, dear." <laughs> no, <laughs> no, hey, no, listen. I'm kidding. You got to start uh, somewhere. You, you started but, it. Yeah. But we from that little teeny tiny. Mm-hmm. I think it was an eight pager, you know, um, to where we are now. I don't think we could have had that momentum and that that strength. Okay, here's an example. When we first started, um, probably the most well-known chef on Prince Edward Island is Chef Michael Smith mm-hmm. out in Fortune Bay. Yeah. And he um, is very much, very passionate about local food you know, he's very passionate about knowing where your foods come from. And, you know, he's got a lot of international fame. Mm-hmm. So he's kind of like the the biggest entity that you can think of on PEI right. uh, in the food scene. Yep. Right. right. And within a couple of months of us publishing, he phoned me. Wow. His publisher contacted me and said, can you get a call from Michael on, on Wednesday afternoon? I'm like, uh, uh, what am I going to say? <laughs> oh, my I don't, gosh. I'm so terrible at talking <laughs> at the best of times. What am I going to do? <laughs> and, and Shannon had to work, and she couldn't talk to, and I was, I, I was so <laughs> nervous. And anyway, he phoned, yeah. and he talked to me for over an hour. Yeah. yeah. And just uh-huh. was like, you guys are doing a great job. 
um, at the time we had Paige Matthew. She was writing the Little Island Kitchen mm-hmm. for the center spread for the recipes yeah. and everything like that. And he's like, if Paige ever needs some advice on how to shape her recipes, call me. Yeah. I'm totally accessible. Wow. I love what you guys are doing. And you know what? Yeah. He's backed that up. Yeah. He has. He yeah. has 100%. backed that up. He has wow. always supported us. That's mm-hmm. amazing. Yeah. And yeah. it's just, and it's real. It's yeah. not like I'd like to support you because you know there's some commercial yeah, benefit for me. Give me free advertising. Yeah. Zero. Yeah, no, it's I know. real. It's genuine. Yeah. And he's just like, I love what you guys are doing. Excellent. We got to build this community together. And and honestly, before that, I didn't know him. Yeah. And I I, I I'm going to say I still don't know him, but I'm no. acquainted with him and yeah. and that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. But it's just that kind of you're doing the right thing and you're heading in the right direction. Yeah. Wow, was was powerful. In business and in life, how Mm. often do you actually get that in reality? To have somebody, a mentor, come in and go, you know, I know I'm at the pinnacle of my success, but here Mm -hmm. you are, a scrappy little bunch of people with typos (laughs) in your newspaper. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. no, that's great. Because like I say, I think that, you know, the words of encouragement go a long ways. And sometimes we we don't give them as quickly enough. And and certainly in this day and age, Mm -hmm. sometimes we're we're not too quick to share them with others. So Mm -hmm. good good advice. Well, thanks, ladies. Thank you. Before we go... I do want to say that there's a whole team of people who volunteer for us, not just our distributors, exactly. our yes. writers, yeah. our photographers. Mm-hmm. You know, I've had people whose lives were falling apart who just had to get their salty deadline met, <laughs> right? It's like, oh my <laughs> gosh, you're so it. busy. And they're like, yeah. no, but I want to do this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah. and Cheryl, uh, you know, she works with a whole team of very talented writers. Yeah. Yes, no, it's, it's been amazing. Well, There's And again, again, amazing people to meet and yeah. to kind of uh, encounter. And we're always looking for, uh, we're always, I'm always on the yeah. lookout for people who contributors yeah. who, and if you have story ideas or, yeah. or people that you think we need to talk to, yeah. um, mm-hmm. Please uh, yeah. feel free to contact us. Cause well, we, how, how will they get a contact? You? What's your website page or, or well, an email or a Facebook page where they can, can get in touch with you? We're at saltyisland.com. Mm-hmm. So it's just exactly as it's spelled. Okay. Um, and then it's Cheryl at saltyisland.com or yep. Laura at <laughs> saltyisland.com. <laughs> Cheryl with the C. Yeah. C. And, if well. you, and, and our, all of our articles are published online as well. Oh, yeah. Um, sometimes with a few more photographs because yeah. we're not limited by space. But yeah. but everything gets published online, but everything is published in print. Like, we're, we're yeah. very print-focused. It's a hands-on magazine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I, I, I know I actually ran into people because, hey, I got my fame on Salty. I think I wrote two articles for you. <laughs> I think at yeah. least two and articles. Cheryl, Cheryl and I keep, I, keep, I keep saying, Andy, could you write <laughs> yeah. some more, please? Could you write some more? Yeah, she <laughs> dragged, wants some more. I've dragged you to a couple of events as my secondary photographer. Yeah. Oh, that's, I forgot that's about a yeah. two-time yeah. two exactly. photographer, yeah. There you and, go. Uh, there you go. So it's, it's been fun. It was good to contribute, but I, I actually had somebody uh, uh, con me. He said, hey, Andy, I saw you in that magazine there with the eel nets. <laughs> there, the you know? And awesome. oh my gosh, it's like, yeah, that's that's my fame. Yeah. And anyway, so, and, and when I landed at uh, at, uh, at Tignish Fisheries Royal Star. Yes, to, yes, to, yes, you Talking about their conservation on the water, they mm-hmm. they won't use water bottles in the plant, and everybody refills a reusable water bottle. And mm-hmm. uh, anyway, the plant manager, of course, I'm a part of the company. I sell my fish and stuff there, and he goes. He said, and they said, Andy Rayner was coming to take pictures. And I said, is that her, Andy Rayner? <laughs> and he said, it is you. My goodness. You know? And he's yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm, I'm the errand boy when they're stuck. <laughs> so, anyway. Well, that, that uh, saved me, honestly. That was that oh, saved me a couple hours. Uh, yeah, almost well, a whole a, day, a four really. hour round <laughs> exactly, trip. Exactly, I mean, which is wonderful. Uh, yeah, <laughs> glad to. Well, thanks so much, ladies, for yes, taking the you. time today. Thank okay, you. Thank bye-bye. you very much. Are you still here? You must be a real sucker for punishment. Thank you for listening to the Invisible Humanitarian Podcast today. 
check out our website at theinvisiblehumanitarian.ca or check us out on our Facebook page. Please subscribe to us and leave us a good rating on your favorite podcast subscriber. And please, whatever you do, tell all your crazy friends about this podcast.